You desire truth in the inward being. Therefore, teach me wisdom in my secret heart. Amen. I'd like to say good morning, church. Good morning, God's children. Good morning, believers. Before I jump into to today's sermon, which will be short, however, I'd like to take this moment because we have opportunities to praise God for little things. We often wonder what is heaven and what will heaven look like. We had a moment last week where we got a glimpse of heaven. I'd like to take this time to remind you, last week when we gathered in this most holiest of places to give our alms to the Savior, we were not masked. We saw the face of God in each one of us. We had not seen that in some time. And we saw the face of God in those in the pews with family members. We high-fived. We even took a chance and hugged. There was a glimpse of heaven because we had done what we needed to do to get that far. Oh, but we have work to do. And even though we're mass this Sunday, know what heaven looks like when we see those smiles on those that we love. We've got a little bit of work to do. Hang in there. This wasn't a good week for your deacon. I had to preach and nothing was coming. Nothing was coming. I could not believe, I could not put pen to paper. But you see, I'm just a simple country girl. I just wanted to run in, you know, red mask and all, and say, y'all need to repent. You need to do better. Even Mother Nature is mad at us. We got to do better. I live with a comedian who said, calm down, little brown person. And then Kyle called and said, which reading would you like for the Sunday? And I had read, and Ephesians spoke to me. It spoke to the unity of the church. It spoke to the one body. It spoke to this, this church. Now, don't get all caught up and put your chest out talking about, oh, it's all about all souls. No, it's all about the church. You happen to belong to a church that walks the walk, talks the talk, and prays often. But we're talking about that unity that they're talking about in Ephesians this morning. You know, I started out like really, really low in the beginning of the week because the words weren't coming to me. But I trust in the Lord. I'd like to share a prayer with you. My Lord God, I have no idea where I'm going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think that I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. 
But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, I trust you always, though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death, I will not fear. For you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. This comes from Through the Year with Thomas Merton. I felt like that all week. I did not know which way to turn. And then I remembered whom I am and whose I am. I am a child of God that belongs to God's church. It just happens to be called all souls presently. But you should be proud because you're standing up. You're standing in the word and carrying the word outside. And last week we were blessed to have Father Todd and his family with us as he unveiled that great painting. Can you imagine if the day would come and this building lay in rubbles and that painting was left? Oh, what it would say about you. What it said about you. From the corner with the choir, and we know how important those words that we sing are. We know those words that bind us and keep us together. Whether you were at your grandmother's knee when she was singing, break bread at communion. Or whether those songs that when we get caught up in hallelujah and just singing it over and you hear the pain, you hear the joy in those words. So to have the choir at the top and then come down that painting and at the end you have the basketball court. If you don't know what the basketball court holds for this church and this community, you need to ask somebody. You are depicted on in that painting to no end. If it was in the rubble, someone would shake it off and say these were people of God. This was a house of God. It had multicultural events. It had multicultural individuals. It looked like the face of God. So when the words didn't come this week, and I went back to Ephesians, I'm reminded of the difficulties that we have as God's children. Even though we know that we are one body, we have difficulties up from time to time, especially when we look at each other and we are different and we can bring out those points that we don't like. We would ask that God give us grace when we are praying. Give us the strength to admit that those that are different from us that we may have some animosity to. Dear Lord, take that from my spirit. I ask that you cleanse me so that I may see my brothers and sisters for who they are, for what they offer, and invite them into your house. Invite them into my prayers. So I ask for that strength to deal with those that are different from me and so that I will see them in a better light when I shine that light on them.
But now that I dealt with them, dear Lord, have the grace, the forbearance to deal with me. To deal with me, Lord. Take that log from my eye. Take that animosity from my heart. Lord, allow me to see your children. It talks about in here in Ephesians that we can no longer be children. We are mature Christians. We are not lazy Christians. We carry the light of God. That is what we are to do. That is who we are. So we ask that Lord give us the forbearance to deal with those that are different from us, those that are difficult, that don't see it the way that I see it, which I assume is the right way. Lord, take all of that from me. I ask that you pray, because we are a praying church here. And if you think that prayer doesn't work, or you don't know a good prayer warrior, I suggest you find one. You buddy up to one. Prayer works. We see it work. Yesterday I had the honor of attending an ordination, because you know, someone said the church isn't growing. That we're losing the church. You know, I don't have to go to church anymore. I can attend church in my pajamas and just zoom it. Well, how is that any different than TV? We always had that. But I would say to you, yes, the church is indeed growing. We ordained one yesterday. We will ordain another one on Saturday. If you have not been in the newcomer's class, stop in next week because there are new people with children. The foundation is strong. It is strong in God's work. When I think about these words here, I notice ascend and descend. There was a certain sixth grader who wrote a poem, and he had used the words that as I was ascending, I was also descending, and all the little sixth grade girls went, <gasps> and I thought, boy, the boy was paying attention in church. He done stole a line from God and doesn't even know it because it's so embedded as to what church is. We've been churched. We are church. We are the face of God. And when we leave here this Sunday, you take that ripple effect with you. Can I make a difference? You are a difference. He talks about the apostles, the evangelists, the priests, the, pa the pastors within Ephesians. That is you. You say, oh, I don't have to do it because I'm a carpenter. Really? The face of God is on you. We look to titles to make sure that you do yours. I don't want to be in your lane. There are no lanes when it comes to the Lord. If it is in you, we are to pass it on. We are one body, one body. There is no distinction between us. We are children of God. We've learned that our, our inner parts our legs and our hearts and our eyes are interchangeable, but I can give you mine if I leave this world and leave it for someone else. If we are interchangeable, then why don't we accept that? It was hard coming to you this morning, and I trusted that the Lord would give me the words to say, to say that we 
are one. The importance of being one. I don't want to be that deacon like the prophets that come in and say, we have got to repent, you got to do better. But then you know it's true. We got to do better. We got to repent. And we've got to live into the glory of the Lord. I won't stay long, but in closing, I would like to say, God is unified, therefore, his people are also. Amen.